but I'll hold my hands. I've made a thousand mistakes in business. You've got to take chance. He who dares wins, is what Del Boro says, isn't it? No, that's my favourite. Yeah. That's what I want to win. Welcome to the That's Why They Were Quality podcast, where we review, analyse, discuss everything that we think is proper quality. We're going to continue by talking about Only Fools and Horses. In this episode, we're talking about Series 3 of Only Fools and Horses. I am joined by my co-host, Louis Lyon. We recorded this on the same day as we recorded the previous episode, and I kind of like forgot to do an intro while Louis was there. So this is the intro to the show. Um, so yeah, you know, here it is. Yeah, hope you enjoy it. <clears throat> cheers, bringing the old chicken room, mate. It's very oh, nice of you. That's right, mate. Yeah, no, enjoy it. Oh, cheers, mate. You did um. You did remember to take the old the old giblets out of it. Though, yeah, of course you? I did. I remember yeah. to take the old giblets out. Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Nice one. Yeah. Mm. crack on the shoulder episode. Yeah. Eat out. Huh. Very nice. Very nice. <clears throat> so season two, of course, averaged um, eight point eight five million viewers, and we get to a point in the show nineteen eighty three. Liverpool had just won the league again, and they'd also won the League Cup and the Charity Shield as well, so that was a treble. So treble winning Liverpool were top of the football uh, world, um, which is, you know, not, not much has changed. Anyway, um, John Sullivan gets called into a, called into a meeting, and the, the show again, Only Fools and Horses, not getting great viewers, not getting great viewers. Again, by our standards today, probably good viewership. But, yeah, but really good, I think. Very good, like 8.85 million viewers. You may like go, what, what are they on about? But of course, there's only BBC One and BBC Two back at the... I think ITV might have been launched at that time as well. So there was there was only a limited amount of channels at that time. So not great viewing figures by those, by those days, by those standards. And he's asked, do you actually want to continue with... They say to him, look, John, except his name. They said, John. What was it? So, can you have you got that? Have you got that confirmed? That, that was his name. He's not been called. He's not been called Lord Sullivan yet. They go, um, listen here, John. Do you want to continue with only fools and horses? Um, uh, I think the way they phrase it is the way they, it's told is you don't want to be continuing with that, do you? Like a sort of dismissive way. Yeah. Um, because he, you know, again, he's had success with it, Citizen Smith, and maybe it was kind of like you know, you've tried it out, it's not worked. You want to move on, and, he, and he's saying, no, I, I do want to continue with it. Um, and 1983, as luck would have it, um, th- there was a strike, um, a technician strike in the BBC, meaning that there was um, not a lot of programming getting produced. So there, there was slots that they actually needed to fill. So they repeated only fools and horses. And in these repeat slots, that's where the show actually gained popularity. And so by 1983, through these repeats, the show is now actually got the platform. It's been seen by enough people where it actually can be a success. Um, there's uh, Range Rover adverts, which Del Boy and Boise actually are in. This is Woodboy's here, I mean, this is quality with a capital K. British workmanship, that is very best. Oh, I thought you'd fancy it. Yeah. I suppose it's got all the whistles and bells. It certainly has. <laughs> Lovely jubbly. 
I can certainly see myself in this. No, it's not for you, Delmore. What is that? One too many wheels. <laughs> um, so the show's actually gaining some popularity. Yeah. Just by the skin of its teeth, really. We but, just heard that. Yeah. They were trying to maybe force it, force John to start. Hmm. You don't know another season. Yeah. With the same view of figures, and another series with the same view of figures, they might have called him in to the office and said, "No, we're going to put a stop to this now." Mm. And they would have stopped it early. So, just goes to show you need a little bit of luck like that sometimes. You do. You do need a bit of luck. And now they've got the stage for them to actually be a success. And the episode they put out is Homesick, series three. It airs on the 10th of November, 1983, and it's 30 minutes in duration. Great episode. Good episode, yeah. Mm. Rodney's tending to Grandad in, in the first scene. He's laid up in bed, he's got bad legs, um, and Rodney's keeping a catalogue of crimes um, to present to the Tenants Association, um, and they're asked for more police presence. Dell says to Rodney, you need to get him to sort out those uh, tower block lifts, which have... Uh, been broken down and Rodney said no this is more about you know getting more, more, more police on this estate and Delboy goes not too much Rodney <laughs> great line and then Delboy says one of the best bits of the show he goes well why don't you uh, tell them what happened to poor Rita Aldridge and and Rodney goes yes good point right yeah I'll make a note of that and to poor Rita what happened to Rita Aldridge then Delboy says well around this time last week she was indecently assaulted and Rodney goes no, Delmore goes, yeah, straight up. I just went I just uh, went with her this morning round to the police to when she gave her statement. And um, Rodney's about to note it down and Delmore's about to leave and then Rodney goes, hold on. If she's indecently assaulted last week, how comes they taking her till today to report the crime? And Delmore goes, well, she didn't know that she'd been indecently assaulted until the bloke's check bounced. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great bit. That. So good. Oh, one of the best. That's a brilliant bit, yeah. So good. So the following day. <laughs> so again, as I say, like they have the platform right here. Like now people are watching, people are paying attention to the show. Here's the time to shine. Here's yeah. where it's got to be on point. Capitalise this moment. And they fucking do it with that. And good, good couple of little jokes there straight away. Couple of little jokes there. Couple of brilliant way to start the show. And then this next scene here, Rodney's in the meeting, just him and Trigger. Um, <laughs> and he says, <laughs> he says to Trigger, they're sitting there, and he goes, Trigger, I'm going to ask you something. Why'd you call me Dave? Then <laughs> Trigger goes, Well, it's not you said, I thought it was your name. No. He goes, what's what's Dave then? Some kind of nickname. He <laughs> goes, no, no one's ever called me Dave. Just you call me Dave. And then Trigger goes, are you sure? <laughs> Rodney says, yeah, I've checked up my birth certificate, birth certificate and everything. My name is definitely Rodney. And then Trigger goes, well, I'm gonna, I suppose we we'll have to uh, get used to calling you Rodney then. And then the chairman gets gets up on stage and he goes, hurry up, Baz, me and Dave ain't got all day. <laughs> Trig, why'd you call me Dave? My name's not Dave. My name's Rodney. I thought it was Dave. Oh, it's Rodney. You sure? Yeah, I'm positive. I've looked it up on my birth certificate and my passport and everything. It is definitely Rodney. Oh, well, you live and learn. 
So what's Dave? A nickname, right? No! <laughs> You're the only one who calls me Dave. Everybody else calls me Rodney. And the reason they call me Rodney is because Rodney is my name. Oh, well, I shall have to get used to calling you Rodney. Thank you. Yeah, Basil, are you going to get this meeting started? Me and Dave ain't got all night. Rodney! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a triple threat straight away. Bash, 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 and it is all within a couple of minutes. Brilliant. But they're not done as well because Baz is on stage and he's going, uh, you know, we can't start a, a, a meeting without the vice chairman. And Rodney goes, well, how long is he going to be? And Baz goes, could be a while, son. He died last week. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, oh, he's going to be the vice chairman. And Trigger goes, well, I'll nominate Rodney. The only time he actually calls him by Rodney, which is really good. And um, no, Dave gets on. He's, he doesn't want. He does. I call Dave. So <laughs> Rodney doesn't want to want to do it. And then they sort of play again on that toxic masculinity. They're saying, "Well, maybe Del Boy was right." Rodney's going, "What, what, what do you mean?" Well, they said Del Boy's always said that you're you'll be too immature to accept responsibility, and that coerces Rodney to get on stage and go, "Yeah, well, I'll be the vice chairman." And then Baz goes, "Right, yeah, we'll start the meeting." First of all, of business, my resignation. <laughs> he shakes Rodney's hand and he switched the signs over. So Rodney's vice chairman and they're about to leave. And then and Rodney's like, oh, what about the meeting? And Baz goes, oh, you have to close it. You ain't got a vice chairman. And Rodney goes, oh, right, yeah, meeting closed. And then this is they're walking out. Baz goes, did that well, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favourite scenes. It's just brilliant. Like, it, yeah. You think at the first, like, oh, right, here's, here's the highlight of it. Then it just gets funnier and funnier. And then as they're walking out, like, they'll trick sense him, I'll have a pint pint with you, with you Baz. And he's leaning back on his chair, and of course he falls over. It just has everything yeah, in that scene. Everything, doesn't it? It's brilliant. It's so good again, and, like, and it doesn't. You know what's interesting as well? Mm. It's like you expect you think about the funny scenes, and yeah. this is definitely contender for one of the funniest scenes in the show. Yeah, scenes yeah. in the show, but it doesn't have Delbo in it. it doesn't have. And Delboy. it has this character called Baz, who we only see once. I know it's crazy. So it's good. such a good scene. He, and, but I tell you what, I tell mm. you what, that just shows how much Trigger makes the show. Mm. Some of the best bits are with Trigger, and he was, makes this scene. I was, just, I was just about to say, like, if you have Trigger in it, that's like that's a mark of quality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. The next scene we see is Del Boy selling oranges down the market. Uh, Rodney shows up and said that he's just met uh, Miss McKenzie, who is um, one of the higher ups at the Tenants Association, and Granddad. He shows up carrying some uh, shopping bags, and. He's, you know, he's clearly in pain with his legs. Um, and he's, you know, saying, oh, he's, he's going to walk home. He's trying to walk off the pain. Anyway, they uh, go home that night. They open the door. Then first thing they see is granddad laid out on the floor. And and just, mm. just to interrupt there, we've mm. had a really brilliant first few minutes. Mm. Non-stop jokes, really funny jokes. Mm. Then it hits you. It hits you. And it does get quite serious a bit because mm. you do think the worst. I do, yeah. He's, he's on the floor and um, Del Boy's, you know, uh, Rodney's saying quickly, you know, let's, let's phone an ambulance or let's, let's phone someone. Rodney phones uh, Dr. Becker and, um, you know, Dr. Becker, he's saying, you know, he can't come round. He's in the middle of his dinner. And, <laughs> and then Del Boy goes, tell him we can have dinner here. And then, uh, and then Rodney goes, yeah, you can have my haddock pie. So of course, Grandad just bought him some haddock pie, which Roddy doesn't seem too too pleased about. 
Um, and then he's yeah, Ronnie's trying to get him to come over. It's not working. Del Boy goes, right, I'll give the phone to me. He goes, look, you don't know me. My name's Del Trotter. But we have a mutual friend. Her name's Rita Aldridge. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he goes, he puts the phone down and goes, he's coming round. Well, is he coming round? Yeah, well, could you come round straight away, please? You, you're going out to dinner. Well, tell him he can have dinner here. Yeah, you could have dinner here. He could have my adult pie. <laughs> Your adult part give us that, will ya? Hello, Doctor. Now, my name is Del Trotter. Now, you don't know me, but we've got a mutual friend. Her name is Rita Aldridge. It's right. And I happen to talk to your good lady wife every day in the market. Right. It's on his way round. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Is the audience don't laugh. And I, I don't think they've made the connection between Rita Aldridge in the first scene and Rita Aldridge there. I don't think... I know, to be honest with you, I didn't actually notice it was the same Rita they were talking about until like recent viewing of the episode. That's how good the jokes are. I don't know if I'm just slow or anything. or like, But I, I reckon... Like it, there's so many jokes hitting so fast at you that that it is so well written that those hidden jokes you can watch them and you go, oh, I didn't even recognise that. It's the same reader that they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I said, oh, you've got a mutual friend that names Rita Aldridge. I just uh, first thing I just thought was, oh, it's just you know, it's just another girl that he's been seeing. I didn't think, oh, it's the prostitute. Like, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't make no, that I never, connection. I never realised that. Yeah. To it's probably because you know this is five minutes apart by this point. Hmm. Which are one of the greatest scenes in between it as well. Like, yeah, it's... and we've kind of just hit the jokes. We've missed out kind of the bits of dialogue in between there. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. To go to that bit, yeah. Yeah, you, you probably would have forgotten and you've been overwhelmed by all the other jokes. Maybe you just, just kind of forgot about it and, and mm. missed, yeah, misread it. Yeah, such good writing. You know, so so good at the old uh, Lord Sullivan. Um, oh. Oh. <clears throat> Definitely cooked that chicken, right? No, I definitely did. No, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely fine. Don't worry about it. Why, are you feeling all right? Or... <sighs> nah, fair enough, enough. So next we see Dr. Becker, and he comes around and he says, our granddad, he's suffering from exhaustion. He's saying, you know, a man of his age can't be walking up all those stairs. And he's saying, oh, have you seen these new bungalows? Um, you know, uh, it'd be an idea if we could get him in there and they're like oh well you know a fat chance of it you know um they said they were gonna they were gonna move us years ago and they moved us here and then he goes well do you know something that would help you get moved is a signed letter from the chairman of the tenants association and he goes who is that and then you see rodney walk in goes ah, it's me <laughs> and uh and then you see they will go good boy son good boy next thing we see fade fades the next scene the mood has changed uh, Del Boy is upset with Rodney and he's saying how could you do this to your own flesh and blood so they're both in Grandad's room Grandad he's, he's sitting there he's you know he's sitting there it looks like he's on death, death's door at this this stage and Del Boy is upset with Rodney and he goes I don't know how you could do this to your own flesh, flesh and blood and Rodney says you know we, we could take him to Lords <laughs> and Del Boy he goes Lords don't even like cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because you can see David Jason when he says that. If you rewatch it again, you can see he's trying not to laugh because the camera stays on. Like he's in the foreground, David Jason, um, and Nicholas Lyndhurst, he's in the background, and you can just see in the foreground just him trying to hold it together. <laughs> it's such a good line, and uh, <laughs> and then Grandad calls him over and says, "Oh, can you come over here, Rodney? You know, I." Uh, don't be upset with him, Del. 
no, Ron, you've always been good to your, to your old granddad. You reach under my pillow. Ron goes, oh, what's under there? And and, and uh, granddad says, well, something that's been left to me by my granddad. He pulls out this, um, I think it's a cigar box. And he says, uh, oh, this is, uh, this was, my granddad had this uh, during the Boer War. And he says, this was my granddad's lucky cigarette case. It brought him good luck. Because one night, a bullet went uh, was shot at him, and it hit that cigarette case. It's going right through his heart. It hit that cigarette case, and and Rodney goes, "Oh, what? You telling me that this this saved his life?" And then Granddad goes, "Well, not really. Unluckily, the bullet ricocheted upwards and blew his brains out." <laughs> <laughs> and then Rodney goes, "Well, how could it be as lucky? How could it be a lucky cigarette case?" And Del Boy goes. Well, could have ricocheted downwards and then ruined his life completely. That's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Again, uh, like, what an episode to put out there for, for the viewing public to, to to show this is what we have to offer you. This is the quality, and also mm. um, I tell you another thing as well. You're getting the best from all three characters. You are, yeah, yeah. That, that is a very good point, actually. This is some of the best Leonard Pierce stuff. All four characters, if you include Trigger in that, yeah, yeah. You're getting the best, yeah. Um, yeah, so then Rodney, this sort of moves him to tears, on the verge of tears, and he's like, I'm going to go and make a phone call to uh, Mrs. McKenzie. And then <laughs> as Rodney leaves, um, Granddad goes, Del Boy, I'd like to be create, uh, cremated. And Del Boy goes, well, I'll have to wait till morning and I'll be shut now. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant it's just fantastic just incredible so the next day we see del boy in the flat and he's um he's got these uh i think it's like sort of playboy magazine or like one of these magazines with with naked females on them i I don't know i've done that i heard they exist they're a lost relic now aren't they lost relic don't need them anymore would you get would you get one of their magazines never watched porn in my life son no don't know what you're talking about (laughs) Never, 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 uh, never seen any. I tell you what, that's a dot. I don't know if they're still about that. That is no. a dying industry. It's a dying industry, yeah. It's got to be stone dead now. That's got stone to be cremated. Yeah, yeah, it is. Do you know what they could do with? They could do with a plug on an Only Fools and Horses podcast. That'll get their sales up. Yeah, that was, yeah. Any of you out there? So if any of you are interested, just send... Send, send us some money. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. Anyway, so, um, yeah. Or models <laughs> who advertise in these magazines. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at this stage, it'd just be nice to talk to another female. Yeah. It'd just be nice to talk to anyone, <laughs> apart, apart from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I and many women agree with you. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Del Boy, he's, he's got this magazine up and he's saying to Rodney, can you stop leaving these about? And then that's when um, Margaret McKenzie walks in with Rodney. Straight away, Del Boy's trying to chat her up. If someone get onto the, the topic of like careers and um, and she says, oh, you know, Del Boy says, "Oh, what? What did you? You know, what, what would you? Did you always want to work in council, um, or work in in politics?" And um, and she goes, "No, no. Actually, I studied uh, to be a choreographer." And Del Boy goes, "Well, yeah, I wanted to get into the medical profession myself." <laughs> and then they sit down and go, "No." And Rodney goes, "A choreographer is someone who studies dance." And Del Boy goes, "Oh, right, yeah. I was thinking of uh, seeing, getting a few tickets to uh, to see that Najinsky." Del Boy says. Then she goes. The Jinsky died. And then Delbo goes, 
did she? <laughs> the Jitski's a man. <laughs> That's great. This is such a story episode. Like, mm. The thing is about this episode is mm. the overall story is pretty good. It's not mm. bad at all. But it's the actual individual jokes that make it, yeah, make yeah. it funny. Yeah. Make it a, a, a kind of a legendary episode. Legendary episode. Um, um, since we're on the topic, please um, replace Miss McKenzie. I would. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, she she basically agrees um, to giving him the bungalow, and says, you know, the reason I'm giving you this bungalow is because you know Rodney's not like a lot of other people. You know, he cares, and then. Del Boy is going to show um, Margaret out and they're in like the porch bit and he invites her for a drink and she's saying, oh, no, I shouldn't. And then Del, Del Boy, he comes back in and the next thing we see is Grandad standing up now, walking perfectly fine. Outside, <laughs> comes into the living room and goes, did we get it? And then and Del Boy goes, yeah, we got it, Grandad. And they start dancing around the room singing, my old man says, follow the van <laughs> and don't dearly daddy on the way. That's when Rodney finds out they've been played. They, they, there was a whole plan all along, and then Rodney's saying, and then Del Boy's like talking him round and saying, and Rodney's saying, "Oh well, I suppose it couldn't have been good, you know, you walking up all those stairs." And and, De- and Rodney's saying, "Well, it's not your fault that the uh, the the lifts broke down." And that's where you see Del Boy motion to Granddad to, to go to go. Don't, don't, don't say anything. <laughs> As Rodney's about to have a go at him. Uh, Del Boy hears the door knocking, goes out straight away to the to the front door, opens it. And it turns out it's Mrs. McKenzie, and she's like, "Oh, well, I didn't realise how rude I was. You know, you have to, you have to, uh, Rodney has to stay in to take care of Granddad, so you you'll have no one to uh, celebrate with. And um, you know, I'll, I'll take you up on that offer." And um, Del Boy's like, he pops in, like opens the living room door, and goes, "Look, I don't know what time I'll be back, uh, but I'll see you guys later." And then he's talking to Miss McKenzie, and Miss Mc- and uh, Miss McKenzie's like, um, "Oh, where are we going?" I was, "Oh," and Delboy says, "Oh, we're going on to this nice little drinking club." And Miss McKenzie goes, "Oh, I shouldn't have, uh, I shouldn't have any alcohol. It'll go straight to my head." And here we go. Um, on to the old topic of things yeah, you yeah. couldn't get away with. It was a different time, different time, different time. Delboy goes. Oh right, and so as soon as like Miss McKenzie says, "I oh, shouldn't have any alcohol," go straight to my head. Delboy's he sort of gets this. He goes, "Oh right, okay." He's like he sort of motions to the camera, like, "Oh well, you know, oh, give us some alcohol, so I can." Uh, he, he's implying some very criminal um, implications, should we say? Um, yeah, don't age very well. Um, he sort of, yeah, motions sort of to the camera, like, oh, right, okay, yeah, like, you know, he's going to try and get her drunk. Yeah. And then he's saying, um, I shouldn't be back too late. Del Boy goes, oh, don't worry, we'll have you in bed by, by 10 or something, bed by 12. And uh, he's going in to kiss her. And then you see Grandad open the door, say, oh, don't forget your scarf. That's when Mrs. McKenzie finds out it's all been, all yeah. been an act. And Terrible moment, man. It's really cringy. Yeah, it's it really is. cringy. It is. It's, it's, it's yeah. Because the thing is, they've done it. It was executed. The plan was done, and they were in it. We were in it. Um, and that's when, yeah, Miss McKenzie says, you know, I assume, Rodney, you'll be resigning. And Rodney goes, yeah, first thing in the morning. And she's like, she seems like heartbroken, really disappointed. And she's going, like, oh, well, I'm going to do you all a favour and save you the inconvenience of moving. And then she walks out. And Del Boy says she's going, Oi, Margaret. And she goes, what? Still on for that drink. 
brilliant. Oh, great, great episode, that one. It's a really good episode, strong episode as well. It encapsulates everything about Only Fools and Horses. Great moments, dodgy ones as well. But great, great, great moments. Um, the next episode, of course, Healthy Competition. Um, 30 minutes in duration, 9.7 million viewers. This aired on the 17th of November, 1983. Um, and we see the first um, scene in the episode is Del Boy. He's selling some dogs, and it's great because I think you know we get to see we, we see him in the market, but here we actually see like what his pat is like, what he's his yeah, sales yeah. pictures. So Del Boy is selling some toy dogs in the market, um, and Rodney's meant to be like on the lookout. And then we keep seeing shots of a policeman approaching, and then the policeman gets gets closer, and then Del Boy clocks him and goes right, I have to pack up now, and he like bungs all the all the the, the dogs in his suitcase and just starts going <laughs> and the policeman slipped past Rodney's gaze and g- starts chasing, chasing Del. him down. Yeah. And he's, he's got a briefcase. He's got, got yeah. I think some of them are like, mm. like making sounds and things like that. From all, all bleeping like throughout yeah, the whole. Bleeping, yeah. yeah. And uh, on, on the version, I, I don't know if there's two different versions, but I'm remembering there was like some weird kind of like, sort of like cop show type music like appearing when he was running down the alleyway. Um, also, I should say when when the the policeman was approaching him, the Jaws kind of music was playing yeah, as well. Was playing, quite yeah, interesting, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he, he's, he, there's this great chase scene where the policeman he's following him through like this um, like furniture store and down this <laughs> down this alleyway. Del Boy's getting chased down this alleyway. Goes down another alleyway, and then all these dogs start chasing after him. And then, like you see, Rodney pull up in the van. And like Del Boy gets in it, and they make they make the getaway. Um, Del Boy's suitcase opening all the toy dogs out all over the road, and you see the policeman chase after him down the alleyway. He comes the alleyway, and then you see him go the other way. As all the dogs start chasing him back the other way, <laughs> brilliant, it's fantastic. So to back at the flat, Del Boy is annoyed with Rodney because you know, Rodney's meant to be the lookout, yeah, and and he's meant to be. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see him. And, and Grandad and Del Boy, they're really having to go at him, and Rodney goes. Well, you know what? Over the past fortnight, I've been taking stock of my life. Where I am, where I'm going. Del Boy goes, and that took you a fortnight. I could have answered all those questions during the commercial break. And then Rodney goes, hear me out. He says, uh, you know, I'm thinking of, uh, I'm, I'm, I want to go out on my own. And Del Boy goes, oh, what are you talking about? Business, the business is booming. Everything's doing well. Money's flowing. And then he goes, like, you know what? I want, I want to be out on my own. And Del Boy goes, all right, if you want to go your own, own separate ways, that means everything it says it means. So it means you play your own way down the pub, you pay your own way in this fat. And Del, and Rodney goes, all right. And he tried to get the ass for his money. He's half of the partnership. Del Boy divides up these two shares of money and, of course, gives Rodney the smaller amount. And Rodney goes, is this all I've got from the partnership? And Del Boy goes, well, you know, business is down, you know. <laughs> yeah. Great, great bit of dialogue. He says, yeah. yeah. Typical Del Boy bit of dialogue, but completely Fan- going against what he says. It's fantastic. And he talks about how he's going to go into a new partnership. They go, oh, with who? And they say, Mickey Pierce. <laughs> Probably the worst geezer to actually go in partnership with. Yeah, Mickey Pierce is, um, he, he's quite an un- unlikable character. He is. He is the Jar Jar Binks, as we were saying before. It's... He's a bit of a he's a bit of a weasel, isn't he, even the way he looks. He is. He is. He does. He is a he is a weasel. He's um, yeah. But I would I wouldn't be 
I wouldn't be going into business without Geezer. No, not at all. No. So the next scene, we see them at the auction. Uh, the only time actually we get to see, well, one of two, well, actually one of three auction scenes. But this is the only, like, um, unofficial kind of auctions. This, this sort of dodgy underground auction scene. That yeah, we, uh, it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's mm. like a warehouse or something mm. like that from memory. It's, uh... it's um, yeah, it's where uh, all your... Uh, yeah, you're not good. This is the opposite of like a Harrods or a Sotheby's auction. Yeah. So Mickey and, and Rodney, they're at the auction and they, they want to go after these glass uh, glass droplets and Delboy turns up and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, they're nice. Yeah, but, you know, I tell you what, you want to stay away from lot 36. It's nothing more than a whole lot of, lot of scrap parts. And then Delboy goes off and uh, Rodney's like, I can have a look at that lot 36. And Mickey goes... Oh, yeah, you know, Del Boy told us to stay away from that. And Rodney's going, why do you think he told us to do that? So he wants lot 36 for himself. They have a look, and it says, like, agricultural equipment. And they're like, oh, it could be anything. It could be combine harvesters. They get all excited. And they go, right, let's, let's bid for lot 36. Next next shot we see is just a load of scrap metal. And <laughs> Rodney and Mickey staring at them. And the, the guy, I think he's works at the auction. He's like, uh, he goes, you you guys bought that? And they go, yeah, yeah. And, they, and he just starts laughing at him. And Del Boy, he goes and he says, well, he, he walks up to him and goes, well, I did, I did warn you. Rodney's saying, oh, you know, he seems all annoyed. And then he says, uh, oh, Del Boy, you don't, you don't think that oh, you could help us uh, get these back to the warehouse? You know, you could uh, put them in the back of your van. And Del Boy says, put those lawnmowers in my van. He must be joking. Oh, well, he's just finished getting him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's brilliant. Um, and yeah, Del Boy, and Del Boy goes off as, as Rodney and Mickey Pierce are arguing. Back at the flat, uh, Del Boy comes in. He's bought um, Granddad, I think, it's either cherries or some grapes, some kind of fruit. Yeah, so he's, he's coming back in the flat. Del Boy is flush with cash. You know, he's saying he's having a really, a really great, uh, great week. Um, he's saying, you know, all the stuff he's sold. Um, again, different time. Uh, he goes, he says, oh, I've uh, even sold those um, Technicolored tea cozies. And, and Granddad goes, oh, how do you manage that? And Del Boy goes, oh, I, I sewn them up and sold them to some West Indians down the youth centre. This Willie Atts. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. It's a different time. It's a different time. Different time. It's different time. It's quite a funny joke, actually. It's quite a funny joke. <laughs> and it, you, it know is, what, is, you know what? You know, it's a bit of, it's a, it's a little bit harsh, but it's a bit of fun. It's not that we, bad. We don't approve of it, but it, it was very well delivered. Yeah, yeah, it's a good joke. That it's, it's a, a bit joke. Of and I think, I think if you um, if you if you said it to the to West Indians, hmm. I think they'd appreciate it as well. It's that type of joke. Well, tell me how you get on with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably to be fair, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's the most offensive thing in the world. There, no, there is more offensive. There is worse. Yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah. yeah. 100%. We'll, we'll, we'll get to some more of those. Um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, Rodney comes in. He's he's talking. You know, he's really down, and he's saying he's talking of and you know, Granddad saying to to. Del Boy, yeah, before Rodney comes in, look, don't give him a hard time. And Rodney's saying, uh, oh, uh, you know, yeah, we're, he's trying to put on a brave face, saying, oh, yeah, you know, we're doing some really exciting stuff for me and Mickey. And then he goes, oh, I've, uh, that's good. I've, I've just heard from Mickey. Um, 
And Roddy tells Del that uh, Mickey's holding holding the money, which of course Del Boy and Granddad they look to each other. Oh, you know, we know Mickey's game again. He's a fucking weasel, that, that Mickey Pearson. Yeah, oh, I'm alright in saying that this is the uh, first time we see Mickey Pearson in this episode. Um, I believe, I, I believe so. And if it isn't, we'll just edit it out. But he's, I think so. I think it is the first time you see Mickey Pearce in it, an episode. If not, we'll put a correction in you, here. Yeah, it's his first appearance in the show. I thought that as well. I'm struggling to think of another episode that he is in. but He's definitely mentioned, but this yeah. is the first time he makes his, his appearance. Is it definite? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty is. sure he is. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's his first time you mm. hear of him. Yeah. And so uh, Grandad and Delboy talk about how Mickey Pierce is away had been seen away on holiday, like his mum's just received a, a postcard from him in uh, in Spain, I believe it is. He's been seen with this with this bird out in Spain. And uh, Rodney talks about um how oh you know, yeah, he's over there because we're thinking about going into the uh, the holiday trade. And Delboy goes, What, on two hundred, two hundred pounds? And then Grand- and Grandad says <laughs> what do you have a wendy house and the audience <laughs> the house gets brought down right there like the audience has lost it with that line absolutely fantastic it, is, it does go like oh well like kind of crazy then it over the top laughter yeah it's fair enough it's a really good joke brilliant but joke. there aren't that many times where that happens yeah yeah it's like one of them where like the sound technicians like oh oh you're yeah. and you've done it again son oh um it's a great joke though great joke um and yeah so del boy's saying he's, he's about to go off and uh, have an indian and um, Rodney's, you know, he's he's basically like puts his foot down because Rodney wants to you know, get he wants to have some egg and chips, and Del Boy says, "Well, have you paid your housekeeping money?" Well, no, you know, you can't you can't have any. Del Boy's about to leave. He goes, "Rodney, you know, don't don't think I'm I'm that hard, do you?" Rodney goes, "No, no." He's about to stand up, and then Del Boy goes, "Granddad, make him egg and chips." <laughs> he leaves. Um, and then we see at the Indian restaurant, Delboy, he calls over, he's, 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 um, always a big order. And he calls over, uh, Towser, who he gets mentioned, of course, at the auction. And he says to him, look, uh, could yeah, come over here? Like, now, what I want you to do is these, these lawnmower engines. And my younger brother, Rodney's bought them. What I want you to do is I want you to buy them off for him for 200 pounds. And Tao's like, oh, I've seen now, I don't want anything to do with those. And Delboy's like, look, look, don't worry, don't be losing any money. I'll give you um, that £200. See, what I want is I want it to make it make Rodney think that he's proved me wrong, that he's he's went out there, he's been a success. It's important, he's family. And then he goes, you know, and I'll get the money back again because this time tomorrow, Rodney's going to want to be my business partner. And Tao's is like, oh, you know, yeah, no worry, no worries, Del. He goes, what's in it for me? And Del was just on his 20 quid. And uh, he gives Towser 20 quid. Um, and uh, he, <laughs> he sort of lays out 20 quid for him. And then he says to him, oh, and then he's about to. <laughs> so there's a great running bit in this where Towser comes over. Del Boy pours out. He's got like a glass of wine. And he pours a bit another glass out. Sort of get him to come over. And you see throughout the, all this talking, Towser about to take a sip. And then Del Boy sort of like slaps his hand and goes, and, and another thing, you know, you've got to make it look genuine. You know, you don't don't let him know that I told that I told you to do it. And they're like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. And then Del Boy's about to leave. And he goes, oh, yeah, one thing. I wouldn't pay that bill if I were you. Yeah, hang up, mm-hmm. What's in it for me? Give you 15, right? Oh, yeah. 
20. That'll do. Thank you. Anything for a mate? I wouldn't pay that bill if I were you. Thank you, Dale. Good morning. <laughs> And he takes the money, puts it down on the plate, and you just see the Indian waiter collector goes, "Cheers, Del." And he walks off. And it, uh, I, I can't do it justice. You have to watch the scene to get it. Yeah, yeah. The visual humour. It's the visual humour. It's yeah. brilliant. Fantastic. Most brilliant. It's says good visual humour. Mm. But there's actually key bits of dialogue going on over the yeah, top yeah. as well. They're unrelated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what's great about that scene. It's one of them where it takes the attention away from like the little subtle hand movements and stuff that he's doing. Like it's. It's brilliant. The art of comedy right there. Anyone watching, not just writing, but performing-wise, watch that scene. Watch this fucking show. Listen to this podcast. Give us money. <laughs> Give us money, please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that's that's the takeaway from this, actually. Yeah, just give us... That's the takeaway. After, us, what, the Indian takeaway after yeah. that scene. <laughs> <laughs> so the next scene, we see Delby and Rodney in the nag's head. And Del Boy's kind of like making fun of Rodney in like a playful way. And then Rodney, he's looking like, he's looking a bit chirpy, he's looking a bit smug. Rodney goes, well, those lawnmower engines, um, I've been, I've someone's came and uh, snapped them up. And Del Boy goes, you're kidding. He goes, no, yeah, Towser, funniest thing happened. Towser come up, come over, so he's get, getting a massive demand. I think he says from the, uh, from the GLC. <laughs> so he's getting a massive demand and he offered him £165 for the lawnmower engines. And Del Boy goes, £165? And Ronnie and, and, uh, goes, yeah, yeah. And then and he goes, you know, be fair, you know, what, they're only worth like a score, scrap metal, uh, scrap value. And Del Boy goes, well, no, yeah, it's £165, good profit. He sort of realises, you know, that Tao's do, pocket. Do we, know, do we know how much that Rodney bought them for? Uh, I think 200 I think. Oh, yeah, because he only had 200 quid, I believe. Right, I think okay. something like that, yeah. But, so he's made a loss on them. I can't remember. We'll insert the actual amount here. I couldn't really find the exact number, to be honest. Yeah, Delboy at that point realised what well, he's, you know, towels his pocket, the other 35 quid. Yeah, so Delboy's got the amp at this point. Yeah. But he's, he's sort of got the amp, but he's sort of realised. But to be fair, though, he was kind of taking the piss by doing the thing with the, with the bill. So it's like, well, yeah. towels has got to have some kind of fee. What, what do, do you, you expect? expect? Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't seem like furious about it. Um, not as furious as he's about to be, as he says, as, as Rodney says, uh, oh, you know, well, you know, Del, why don't we? Well, you know. And Del Boy seems happy. He's like, oh, I'll go back to how he was. And Rodney's like, yeah, you know. And it's a really nice moment. It's like, okay, all right, let's pull our resources. They're all together. They're like, um, <coughs> Del, Del Boy goes, right, okay. He gets out his money and he goes, right, Rodney, let's see 165. And then Rodney goes, no, I've not got it with me. And uh, Del Boy goes, what, Towson didn't pay you? And then Rodney goes, no, no. I went back down to the. <laughs> I went back down and got some more lawnmower engines. <laughs> those, those blokes down the GLC, they can't get enough of them. <laughs> and then, and then he goes to Delboy, but don't worry, they're exactly the same. <laughs> and then Delboy says, "You bet your life, <laughs> same." <laughs> and he goes, "What a plonker!" So Delboy's really annoyed at him, and, and Rodney goes, "Del, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't do us a favour, you know. I've not." Not had anything to eat all week. No, I, thought, I can't. You know, I can't have. I haven't had a drink. You know, the soul's coming off me, Gucci. And Delboy goes, oh, "Don't worry about it." He takes this rubber band off this big wad of notes, and he goes and gives him, puts the rubber band in his hand, and goes, "Stick that round this, <laughs> round your shoe. That will stop the soul from your Gucci coming off." And flings it at him as the episode ends. And 
great great episode great yeah. episode great yeah, episode really good episode strong start to this uh season so far very strong start. very good episodes and mm. it and it gets better with the next one i think because mm. it's got a cracking episode coming up and now let's have a word from our sponsors welcome to the interrupting interviewer podcast so when did you want to be no, no, no let me stop you there when did you want to become... Can I just butt in here, sorry. When did you... Can I just point out one thing? When did you want... No, hold on, hold on. When did you want to become a... No, 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 no. Answer my question first. When did you want to become... No, no. Answer my question for When did you want to become the Interrupting Interviewer podcast? Listen now. So the next episode, of course, is Friday the 14th. It is 30 minutes in duration. 9.7 million viewers. <sighs> Oh. Oh. You alright? <laughs> oh. Yeah, sorry. <clears throat> Happy wasn't those jubilees. What? Oh, no, nothing, nothing, don't worry. Don't worry, I'm sure you're fine. I'm sure you're fine. <clears throat> don't, look, but don't, it didn't seem warm, that chicken. How long have you had it in your fridge? I had it the right amount of time, the specified amount of time. Okay. All right, you know more about cooking than me, so I'll trust you. Yeah, don't worry. <coughs> Give me a second. <coughs> right, all right, so Friday the 14th, uh, it's 30 minutes in duration, 9.7 <coughs> million viewers. 9.7 million viewers aired on the 24th of November, 1983. Um, so, yeah, the episode starts off uh, with Del Boys coming into the flat, <laughs> and he's carrying some fishing rods. And he's um he's he's telling Grandad and Rodney they're going to Boise's cottage for a weekend of fishing. And um, you know he's say he's sort of like framing phrasing it as it's like a nice little like outing for the trotters. <laughs> and Rodney say he he starts telling the story and goes, you know, me and me and Boise were down at this restaurant, and uh, Rodney goes, hold on, that's that's a fish restaurant, is it? And, and Rod and Del Boy's going. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know they sold fish. And he sort of figures out why they're going down for the actual weekend. And uh, and Del Boy's going. Look, it's a nice little, nice little earner. You know, we can make ourselves. Um, he, he, he says sorry. It was like four hundred quid. So divide that three ways. That's two hundred for me, one hundred for you, one hundred for Granddad. And then he's like, he's like, and uh, Rodney's like, it's immoral. Don't you know what damage you're doing? To, you know, and it's, it's illegal. It's illegal, illegal, and it's for salmons, isn't it? Salmon fishing, fishing for salmon, yeah. Fishing for salmon, and, and Rodney's dead against it. And Del Boy says, "All right, you know, if you want to miss out on on a hundred quid, I know that be that, you know, that, that's your decision." And Rodney goes, "Look, I didn't say I wanted to do it, did I?" <laughs> <laughs> um, next, it's a bit like us, isn't it, with the old uh, yeah. Vivaro promotions? Please give us money. Please give us money. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Uh, practices you might be putting into your uh, into a uh, into your enterprise can easily be uh, easily be turned over we can give a relationship advice as well oh. as you've heard so exactly yeah I've, I've, you give me some good relationship advice should i ever get into a relationship one step at a time eh? one step at a time um so yeah, tell boy Rodney. Uh, any women listening to this, surely that you know this this event. If if I, you know, surely I'm sounding like a catch with the stuff that we've, uh, oh, we've discussed already. Hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Oh, so um, 
Yeah, so they're so they're they're off to a, a, for a weekend's fishing in Cornwall. In Cornwall. Cornwall. Boyce's flat in Cornwall, or Boyce's kind of holiday bungalow thing. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of restaurants, you right? You feeling right? Oh, give me a sec. All right. So yeah. So Del, so Del Boy, uh, Rodney and Granddad. So the next scene we see them driving along. And um, and Rodney's kind of winding them up by singing this poaching song, and uh, we see it's night time, and they're stopped by a police officer, and the police officer, he sort of questioned him, saying, "Oh, well, you you down here for you know, a bit of weekend fishing?" And uh, I thought you were going to do the old accent then. You kind of attempted it. <laughs> And then he stopped after like the first what, word. What was it, Yorkshire or is he Welsh? Well, it's was, Cornwall. Is it Cornwall? What, what is there? What was it again? Cornwall was like, like down here. For, oh, yeah, it's like West Country. It's like down here for fishing. I, I'm, that was I'm quite good. Kidding. No, you go on. <laughs> oh, down here for the weekend. Oh, you're saying like that. I'm not, it's no, a that proper, was good. That was proper farmer's accent. Is West, it's not Yorkshire. Yorkshire is like um. You're saying it. This is from London. It's all the same. All the oh, same. Too far. Man. Too far. Too mate. far. Listen, it's a different time. <laughs> so different. The <laughs> Yorkshire is like um. Well, here, up there, lad. Here, son. Here, son. It's like our ship. So <laughs> ship the dog. So they they we see we see him in in the, in the, <laughs> we see we see him we see him in, as they they leave London the promised land. And uh, they get, to, they go to Civil, they leave London civilization. No, we can't say that. It's too far. I tell you what, it's like, like when you leave London, it's a bit like getting relegated. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if any, going to Cornwall, it's basically like not only getting relegated to the Championship, so going down to League One. It's a bit like no, that's too hard. Australian joking. Although to be honest, there's no there's no Premiership teams over there. Let's be fair. There are none, are there? You, what's, you've got you've got Yeovil Town, Sheffield, are they? Sheffield's up in Sheffield. Do you, do you have you got any idea of the watch. geography <laughs> of the UK at all? Do you know of anything in the UK apart from London? Do, I, do you need to? Well, uh, listen, you don't need to. But it's nice to know. If you know where London is, you 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 uh, you know you know about the UK. If you know where anywhere else is, just a hipster. Anyway, you just, you well, just... Hang on, let me just educate you very quickly because oh. I know this type, know this type of thing. Oh. Where London is, uh, Cornwall's kind of to the west of it. Yeah, it's over to the west. Sheffield's up north. Yeah, so they're two completely different areas. So, but they haven't got much in the west. No, so unless unless they want any from one from the west wants to sponsor us, then we're, you're yeah, we're it's a beautiful place. Maybe Yeovil Town. Yeovil Town. Oh, they're that way. They're, visit, they're that neck of the woods. Visit, visit Yeovil. It's a lovely, lovely place. Yeah. So they stopped by this guy, um, <laughs> this police officer. So they stopped by this police officer, and he's saying, oh, you know, down here for some weekend fishing. That's it. That's it. Smashed it. Smashed it. That's what we need. Down here for some weekend fishing, are we? And, uh, and, and Delvoy goes... Oh no, I, I don't know, officer. You know, might and um, oh no, fish. You know, I'm not, not down for that. There for that. And he's like, what, what? What are those fishing rods on your on the rack of your of your uh, of your van then? And <laughs> <laughs> Delboy goes, oh, you're stuttering a lot. Uh, Del, Delboy says to him, uh, Delboy says, oh no, you know, we we might do a, a spot of fishing, you know, use tiddlings and that. And then he goes, you know, officer, what's this about? And he goes, well. Um, 
keep you know keep it between no so well there there is there's we're on the lookout you don't need to keep the accent out. Don't not. No, uh, just I quite enjoy it. Well, no, enjoy doing it, doing it. But I feel like you're you're what you were keeping up for the sake of it, keeping up appearances. Mate, um, mate, I'm, I'm not trying to get sponsored. Trying to get acting rolled out of this as well. I don't know what's going to come out of this. All right, then we'll crack on. Then crack, crack on. on. We'll crack on. <laughs> we're on. He says we're on the lookout. The police officer still. <laughs> we're on the lookout for a escaped man from a psychiatric hospital. About ten years ago, this man, he was an, an he's an ex murderer. And about ten years ago, you got a bit Irish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it. So he, he, the police officer says to the geezers, he's like, oh, look, 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 mate, we're uh, we're on the lookout for this uh, this geezer. He's um, we're not really a geezer, but we're on the lookout for this this bloke. He was in this psychiatric hospital. He's out. He's an ex murderer. Uh, about ten years ago, to this very day. He killed um, a group of weekend fishermen, um, and he's saying, you know, if if there's any, if you see anything suspicious, anything that you might think that's out of the ordinary, remember to contact us immediately. Your lives could depend on it. And there's Delboy's rolling up the window, and and he's about to walk away. He goes, right, well, have a nice weekend, then, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Why he delivers it? He's about to walk off and he says that. Like, it's great, brilliant. yeah. So yeah. good. Uh, so the next thing we see, they're at Boise's Cottage. And yeah, Rodney... and is this the first time mm. we potentially... No, it's not actually. I was telling a lie there. But this What's is that? one of a few times where we see him out of Peckham. Yeah, well, uh, we see him in, in Spain. We so see him in Spain. And, uh, yeah. this, I think this might be the second time we see him out of their comfort zones in a new area, which is quite nice. Yeah, it's probably it's is, good yeah, to yeah. mix it up then again. It's good to see him in a new location. Also, we'd like to say it shows you the show's popularity. Like the budget's probably getting bigger because look at all these episodes. Hard, hardly like any of them are really like just set in the flat. They're all in like these, these different locations. They are. They're all, all at different locations. Yeah, you yeah. right there. They're Even not... like little things like um the scene in the first mm. uh episode, Homesick. Yeah. Where they're in that, that hall, you know, they have those kind of and, and, and also in the second episode where they're in the auction house. Yeah. They have the odd uh bit of scenery where they're going out. So potentially a sign that the budget was up. No, oh, it was, yeah, I think so. They hide the them dogs, like to do that's why it's yeah. the stunt coordinator for the dogs and all of that. We also had the bit where Daryl selling in the market. Selling the market, more, going yeah, through a furniture store, like exactly. I think that they, they probably did have a bigger but it, yeah, it was again the show being successful at this point, exactly. you know. They're, they're yeah, in the budget. Yeah, they're they're in adverts now, Boise and uh, Del Boy as well. I mean it's that's the sign of your shows being successful if you're um, you know, people paying your money to um to advertise their product. Anyone wants to do that. Let us know. Anyway, so um, they get in there, and Rodney's he's first thing he's he's got, he's picked up the phone. And go right, I'm about to ring the police. And Delbo's like, "What are you doing?" And 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 he goes, "Look, I, this he's the, the the police officer said if you see anything suspicious, ring them immediately." And Delbo goes, "What have you seen that's suspicious?" And Rodney goes, "I saw a movement in the trees." And of course, there's a thunderstorm happening outside. And Delbo says. Movement in the trees. It was a bloody thunderstorm, isn't it? <laughs> and then Rodney, he's searching. Uh, he's searching through the cupboards, and um, Granddad, he's sort of looking. He's sort of speaking in a solemn tone. He's saying, "Del boy, 
know, we found something. And then Rodney pulls out Monopoly board and Del Boy says, oh, Monopoly, now we are in trouble. And then Rodney pulls out an axe. <laughs> Del Boy's like, oh, well, it's just, you know, it's a little, little chopper in it. And Rodney goes, no, Del, they're not looking for an escaped chopper murderer. <laughs> and Del, Del Boy's like, look, what, what do you think then? He's he's going to leave his, his axe in, in the cupboard where he goes upstairs for 40 winks. Well, I bet he has a caddy carrying around, carrying around him, carrying them around for him as well. And he goes, and another thing, if the, your your axe murderer is upstairs, what's that movement in the trees you thought you saw outside? And they, and then Rodney goes, oh no, yeah, I'm probably being stupid. Delboy goes, yeah, you know, he, he's probably he's probably gone up, up to the city, you know, try and find a try and find a place up there. <laughs> and Granddad goes. I hope you don't find our flat. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> like, Del Boy's like, will you shut up? You know, well, is everyone just relax? And what so, I like about this yeah. is it's a little bit like a like a bad horror film. Mm. Kind of has that vibe about it. And they do a good job of setting it up, but it's yeah. like horrible whether it's dark outside. Yeah. Or you can kind of like, you know, they're, they're nice and t- tucked in in this little cottage. Yeah. In this little house. And they're, and they're arguing about this axe murder who could be outside, and they're, they're kind of scaring each other a bit more. They're yeah. winding each other up. It's a good good scene, actually. Brilliant. Um, and we get on to an, another great scene. <laughs> we see them all sitting there. <laughs> like it fades. So we see, like, later on in the evening, they're playing Monopoly. And uh, when, when Rodney lands on the property of Dell's... Um, Delboy says, that's 500 quid you owe me. And Rodney looks at the card and goes, what? That's something like 200 quid. And Del Boy goes, no, that's because I put you in the penthouse suite, you know. <laughs> and it's like, if if they were playing Monopoly, like you can imagine in your head, that's exactly the kind of thing yeah. Del would do. Uh, yeah, Bart Lane, we've won hotel £2,000, please. Two? Hold on. Hey, what? According to this, it's only 1500 Yes, I know, but I put you in the penthouse suite, haven't I? <laughs> and then it's, it's Grandad's turn. Grandad, he, he rolls a dice. And Roddy says to him, oh, yeah, that, that's my property right there, Grandad. You owe me uh, £500. And Grandad goes, £500 to sleep in in a, in, in a hotel next to a stinky old waterworks? <laughs> and Rodney's going, what, what, what do you mean? I'm who's paying £500 to, st- to stay in a, in a hotel next to waterworks. I'd rather spend the night in the car. I'm not a tourist, you know. And Rodney's like, no, no look, no, look, no, the rules of the game. Oh, God bless him. No, the rules of the game, Grandad. But Del, Del you tell him. Del, Del says, no, I do think um, Grandad has a point there. You know, I mean, your your gaff, it's never going to get on the Michelin Guide, is it? <laughs> but I don't know what possessed you to open a bed and breakfast next to a, next to a waterworks. And Rodney's saying, but the the point of the oh stupid game, <laughs> brilliant. It's a good bit there, yeah. yeah. Because it's it's not a needed scene. No, it doesn't relate to the rest of it, but it's just a funny scene. It sets the tone of it as well. I tell you what it is, because like when you're talking about only falls and horses, one of the dream scenarios, two dream scenarios, like Del Boy playing Monopoly, Del Boy pitches something on on Dragon's Den, which would have been a better alternative for the fucking Red Nose Day special. <laughs> Piccadilly. Right, that's mine and I've got an hotel, so that's £1,200. £1,200 for an hotel next to a smelly old waterworks. <laughs> what? All them sewers 
I'd rather sleep in the car or look for it in breakfast. No, no, you, you don't understand, bless you. No, no, no. I've seen the rules. Twelve hundred pounds is scandalous. I ain't a tourist, you know. Del, can you have a word with him? Well, I think he's got a point, Rodney. I mean, I don't know what possessed you to build a hotel next to a sewage farm in the first place. I mean, let's face it, you know, your gaff's never going to get in a Michelin guide, is he, eh? <laughs> but the point of the... <laughs> Stupid bloody guy! What I like about it as well is kind of how, how they treat life. Yeah. I mean, they're always looking for trying to get round and, and, and not play by the usual rules. They're yeah. trying to cut corners. That would be a great idea for a monopoly, actually. Only Fools and Horses edition. Like, you could have Sid's calf. Well, have you played the, uh, have you played the, uh, the Only Fools and Horses board game? Is there Only Fools and Horses board I've game? I've got one. I'll bring it around. You should do it. I'll bring it around. It's, it's actually not a bad game. <laughs> it's basically... Um, all it, what it is, is is you've got spaces where you pick a character as a player. And it's mm. not much. It's not that little statues like a monopoly. It's just a little counter of their name on it. Mm. And it's a, it's a rectangle board and there's spaces all the way around the edge. Mm. But in the middle of the board, it's cut up into a quarters mm. and they're different things. So you've got the next edge, you've got Hookie Street, like the market, mm. you've got, uh, and you've got Boise's Bangers and you've got the a casino. Mm. And as you go around the board, um, there's different, uh, there's different spaces. So some of them are kind of like a bit kind of, Pick up a card and try your luck. Mm. Uh, there's different things like stuff related to the show. It would be like um, old painter, paint the kitchen and a Chinese takeaway. So things yeah. related to the show, get fifty quid. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, but also, what you do is you buy hooky goods. Oh yeah, and you can buy and sell them at various points to the other players throughout the game. And so that's how you make money is by selling and trading these hooky goods. And um, there's you have a little uh, wheel spinner as well. Mm. So what you'd do is say if you get like a TV for fifty pounds and uh, you you goods, you say right, I'll sell it to you uh, for fifty pounds plus the value of the the spinner. Uh, so you spin this spinner and it will come up. It, it varies in amounts as it goes round. Uh, the highest you could probably get is like maybe plus if a hundred, uh, and the lowest is like minus a hundred. So you spin this thing. Uh, so you got this fifty pound TV. You spin it, and then you go oh. I'm going to sell you it for £50 plus £20 mm. because that's what came out in the spinner. So you get 70 quid for it. It can go against you as well. Yeah. You get minus like 40 quid. Oh, really? So that's how you, it's like in the thing, in the yeah. show, they're trading goods for more and less. And it's about how lucky you can get. Yeah. Um, and as you go around, the the objective of the game is to get to a million pounds. Oh, right. Yeah. But obviously, everything's in kind of the, nothing's that expensive. Mm. So what you need to do is save up uh so and, and also as you go into the different um different areas of the board so if you go into mm. the, the hooky street you do a lot of trading here mm. and there when you go into the nags head you pick up a lot more of the kind of the i think they're called who dares wins cards when yeah. it's random events um and there's you get more of one of the other invoices and bangers as well mm. but what you want to do is go around to the um uh, the casino, mm. and you you enter the casino. It's quite a risky place to go. Mm. Um, the and the idea is, is when you get to the end of the casino, you can either exit the casino or you can spend five hundred pounds on the uh, the roulette wheel. Mm. And all it is is a, 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 
because you're on the uh, spin, you've also got you've got all the prices, but in the middle you've got a yes and no bit and mm. split up in sections. So you put five hundred pounds down on the roulette wheel, and if you win, I think it's win or lose. If you get win, mm. then you win a million. Oh really? And that's how you win the game. So the idea is you go around, you trade your goods and that, so you get five hundred. Then you go into the casino. Mm. But when you go into the casino, um, there's no watch in this. Then no gold watch or anything. No, no, no. It's no. not like that. No. There might be a gold watch is one of the hooky good cards, but mm. it's not like a valuable one like in the show. But when you yeah. go into the um, the casino, uh, mm. there's a lot of risky spaces. So it's like um, it's spin or lose. I don't have spoilers in this game. I quite like. No, it's good. Mm. Yeah, it's like win or lose mm. um, for fifty pounds. You spin mm. it, then if you win, you win fifty pounds. You lose, you lose fifty pounds. So the mm. risk you're going into, and there's also one space in the casino where it's brassic. Yeah. called brassic and you lose everything oh really and it's like literally two or three spaces before the roulette wheel yeah so if if you land on that space before then you, you, you're kind of screwed you lose yeah. all your money straight away yeah but it's a it's actually a really fun game because you go in there and it's a real risk because mm. what you do is you might go in there for 500 and you might lose a couple of turns and then mm. end up having to leave and walk out yeah but it's a fun game i bring it around sometimes it's a good they, game they should do it play it live on it Play yeah. live on it, yeah. I mean, that'd be fucking boring to listen to. <laughs> but no, it's, it's I mean, a fun little game. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring it around that, next time. That'd be the bonus episode. The manufacturers on that we show. Should, maybe we should film that. And, uh... Yeah, you can film that's bonus content, yeah. Yeah, um, it's a funny old game. Like, I'm literally, I, 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 need, I need to hire a more attractive man to say they are me <laughs> and then be in that. Like, I'm like, kind of voice, do a dub. Do, do a dub yeah. over it, yeah, yeah. Um, I bought it in macros of all shops years ago. Years ago, I bought it in macro. Didn't buy and that I've never seen macros, did you? Uh, it was, uh, no, I didn't get it from macros. I got it from a warehouse kind of place. And... Which? Uh, I can't quite remember the name, to be honest. Sorry. But, yeah, I mean, it's really fine. Well, I'm sure it's fine anyway. I don't know. What I'm saying sorry for? I don't no, know. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I can't remember what it's called because obviously you're asking because you obviously liked it that much. That's what right. I'm getting. Okay. Sorry, I can't tell you where it is oh. because you obviously want more of it. Am I right? No, it was nice. I mean, it was nice. Uh, no, it's probably something else. Probably something good. Probably beer. Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, probably else what it is, yeah. Maybe yeah. something the other day, maybe. I don't know. No, it's pretty fine stuff. Um, I'm sure you'll be fine. No, yeah, yeah. It should be. should be. should be okay. Yeah. But no, actually, that sounds good. I never actually knew that. I never knew there was Only Fools and Horses. No, it's good. No, it's and also, I've just had a look, and there yeah. is an Only Fools and Horses Monopoly. Hmm. So I've just had a look. That's and, how effective uh, we are. Like, see, look, we said it that that straight see, away. That, five that later. Is a, I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent. Go on. But some monopolies are just absolutely wank. I'm going to I'm going to say it. Wank. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. If, I don't know if we're swearing or not, but I've just sworn. Especially the porn one. Bleep, bleep it out. Hey. <laughs> bleep it out if you need it. Really great porn. Is one. there a porn one? No. Well, I, I feel don't like know. Mate, there might be. The thing is, right. It, it, but I tell you what annoys me is it's getting mm. too too out of hand. It's just ridiculous. It's yeah. monopoly like Mario Kart I've seen. <laughs> Mario Kart Monopoly. How does that work? I mean, I know the courses are cool, but that's just yeah. ridiculous. That's absolutely insane. Monopoly's getting out of hand, but only for example is actually a good one. So I imagine because yeah. you need good locations, don't yeah. you? Because that's what you're buying. And so I imagine in only for so I'm gonna have a quick look. What, what kind of monopoly is they can do Brexit Monopoly? Uh, how does that work? How does Brexit Monopoly work? Just every every uh, every uh, every card uh, every card a U-turn. Sorry, I had to slip into satirical Sancho there. 
<laughs> let out satirical sounds. You try and keep them down, but I just have to have to let them go sometimes. You know. I'm just having a quick look to see. Mm. I want to get an idea. Of... Kind of monopolies there. Are. No, no, not just any monopoly. Just mm. I want to have a look at what the locations are. So you know, as obviously as you go around, as you go, yeah, you start the board and you kind of go uh, clockwise round, and you know when you get to kind of the right hand side of the board, you get the expensive properties. Yeah. What do you think the expensive properties will be in Only Fools and Horses? I would have thought it's got a quick go to the toilet as well. Okay, I'll have a little think. There's nothing, nothing coming out. Nothing coming out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. All right, so I've just had a quick look. Uh, no, I'm all right, I'm all right. Go on. <laughs> right, okay. Are you sure you're okay? Yeah. Yeah? bought it today, right, actually, yeah? I bought, I bought it. If, a, a, a bit of time has passed since I bought it, but I wouldn't worry about it too Yesterday? Much. Well, a little bit more time. I can't see, quite see. remember yeah. exactly off the top of my head, but, but let's quickly, let me quickly ask you this. So this yeah. is an interesting one. Yeah. So I thought, only for example, Monopoly. Yeah. Oh, well, they're going to have, as you go around the board, as you get around to the top, you're going to have kind of like, um, I bet you're going to have the nice locations. So the cheap yeah. locations would be like the nags head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Then you go around, maybe at the, the, the top of the board, you get Boise's Bangers. Yeah, Because, yeah. you know, it's an establishment and that. Uh, and Sid's Cafe will be maybe on the cheap yeah. ones. Well, this is what I'm thinking in my head. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what I would do if I was making an unfortunate movie. And when you get to the richer areas. Sid's Cafe. When you get to the, yeah, when you get to the richer areas. King's Avenue. Maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, like you have the casino in that. Yeah, yeah. So some of the the nicer places. Yeah. Anyway, I had a look at what they what the locations were. Yeah. And they're not locations. Oh really? They're episodes. Oh and really? That's poor. I think that's lazy. That is lazy. They just gone. Oh, let's pluck some episodes Wait, there's out. There's so many. Them down. There's so many you could do. You could but do then, that, that house think... they go to, the manor house. Oh, there's the... loads they could do, but yeah. they've kind of ruined it anyway. So why two manor houses they go to Ernie Falls? So I thought, well, hang on, maybe that this is a weird kind of mm. um, way that they're rating the episodes. So mm. they're going to put the best episodes at the end, mm. the expensive ones, and then the worst ones mm. at the start. So what do you think kind of the, the expensive episodes are in the Only Fools and Horses Monopoly? Well, so take a step at what the most expensive one is. What have they put down as the most expensive episode? So you've got to think in terms of quality. Best quality episode, which they put down. Show your boys out, isn't it? No. No, what's the most expensive one in the Only Fools and Horses ball game? Well, Monopoly. Well, the, the validity of that has just been thrown out the window. If it's not Hull and Back, Hull and Back or Jolly Boys, if it's no, not it's any of them. Either of them. No, either of them. Not Heroes and Villains. You're not far off. Oh, it's not. When I say you're not far off, is Heroes and Villains is actually the second so the most expensive one. So it's one of the blue properties, which is oh, the expensive right. one. So you've got Heroes and Villains, they're, they're saying it's the second, like, richest one. It's got to be yuppie love then, isn't it? It's got to be the one where he falls through the bar, I reckon. But it's no, touch of glass. Really? Touch of glass is what they're saying basically is the most expensive one. Then you've got heroes and villains. Oh. Then after that, you've got yuppie love. That's kind of the third expensive. Yeah. Uh, Jolly boys out and after that. Oh. And a losing streak. So that's oh, kind of the, the premium end of the board. Those are those ones. Let's take a stab at kind of the cheap, shitty episodes which they, they put down. 
David the bottom Beck. of the board. The first ones you get, the cheapest ones. David Beckham, Red Nose Day special. That's if that's even made onto the board, it. that's fucking abysmal. I wouldn't even put. I wouldn't touch with a board. Um, would you? Right, go on. You know, video nasty. I'll tell you that. That's probably the worst episode. Yeah, worst actual episode of Only Fools and Horses. I reckon. Well, that's a shout. That's the closest thing I think they come to. Like, it's still a decent episode, kind of. But it's the the closest thing that they come to. Like I'm a just shit episode. Having a quick look. I don't think that's even made it on the board. It doesn't surprise me, because it's one of them where I only remember it for, there's a rhino loose in the city. If it didn't have that, the, the episode would be forgotten about completely. Yeah. Um, actually, the bit with Trigger, he said, all the geezers who actually he said, well, you're in my film as well. And then Trigger says a line, and he goes, I just taken a fucking piss. I mean, fair, that is, look at that. Is, there's some good moments in there. Um... Oh, actually, no, it's got to be, it's got to be the fucking, it's got to be the one, you know, the one where they come back, where he goes on the gold rush, that's got to be the poorest fucking episode. Right, well, I'll tell you what it is. Go on. So, what they consider the cheapest episode mm. in the Only Fools and Horses Monopoly, so it's mm. confirmed, this mm. is a confirmed ranking. Yeah. Miracle and Peckham. Miracle and Peckham. <sighs> I don't know about that. After that, it's T for three. Man, we should remake this fucking board game. We can fucking do a better job. Yeah, we could do a hundred percent. Then um, Mother Nature's Son. That's a great fucking episode. Miami Twice and Big Brother. That's kind of the cheap board. That's the cheap end. But Mother Nature's Son. That's the one with um, where they're selling the uh the, the uh, water, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. If if anything, that's the bottle episode. <laughs> I'm just having a look. You get it with the bottles. And the bottles. I do get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm just having a look as well. Um, it's the water. It's bottled, isn't it? Well, I'm just looking. Uh, no, I got it. Don't worry. I'm just having a look at kind of what the other bits. So you know how they have the like water works. I know, I do get it. It's all right. Dad's explaining it. Just having a look at what the other things are. So rather than water works, they've just got cars. They've just got cars. So you can get Boise's car lot. It's actually called Boise's Bangers, because that is a great name. Yeah, I think that's what it's called, Boise. Is that what it's called in the show? I don't know, I always thought it was... I've always called it Boise's Bangers. I don't know if they've ever called it. I think maybe Del... It's Boise Autos. Oh, I think maybe Del calls it Boise's Bangers at one point. So that's why I call it that. Um, Pick and Bus Station is one of the things. I heard it. Pick and Rice Station is like one of the... Yeah. It's just, it's just, just a, it's just a lazy attempt. Yeah. It's just a very lazy attempt at Monopoly. Yeah. And and the thing is, right, is is that that's the type of thing that could have been decent. Yeah. Um, I'll quickly tell you as well. What do you think that the uh, little uh, kind of you know, obviously Monopoly has the cool uh, little figurines which you play as. Mm. What, what 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 do you think they are in this? Take a stab at what they are. Um. Well, I'll tell you in terms of locations. No, not in locations, yeah, but you yeah. know, like the little. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The little um, yeah things that you play as. You know, the, in Monopoly, have a little free will van there. You've got, got the little free will van. Oh, they have done that. It. They have done that. They've got the little Robin Reliance. You've got to have um, I don't know what's his name's um, Granddad's hat. You've got to have that. They've got a hat, but it's not Granddad's. I've got Uncle Albert's hat. No, they've got uh, Del Boy's flat cat. Oh, well, okay, yeah, it's not fair enough. Fair it looks enough, a bit. The thing is, though, when you look at it here, it yeah. looks like just a, like a, a flat thing. It doesn't yeah. really look like a hat. But there you go. Fair enough. You've got um. Uh, Dell's kind of medallion with the D. Mm. Uh, a martini. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, a suitcase. Mm. And then finally, 
that kind of pineapple thing they have in the flat, which they keep stuff. Yeah, in. Like, yeah, they, the, it's yeah like little, the cigar. No, it's not not the it's cigar not. thing. It's like a It's like the can. I can't think what they're called now. The, the whiskey. But like, you put hot whiskey in. You put cocktails. Um, it's call? a thing that you call put whiskey in. I think it's called. I can't remember what it's called because I think it's called like a katana or a, a canteen. It's not called that decanter. Is something, no. Decanter. Is that it? Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. it. A decanter. That's it. Yeah. It's like one of them, but they got a pineapple one in the flat, yeah. and that's what the other thing is. So right. that's quite inventive. But then the actual board itself is quite lazy. Next episode only falls the let's play. The let's play. Yeah. Wait, we'll put it on Twitch. Where the fuck did we get to in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> we went off on such a tangent. Yeah. Right, so they've so just finished playing Monopoly. Great scene. No, that's where we got to. That's, <laughs> where, we <laughs> that's where we were. Yeah, yeah, it was worth it. Uh, so, yeah, Rodney flip, flips the board. And then he he's, he's off and he, he opens the curtains and he sees he sees a face pressed up against the window and he's, like, startled as, like, the thunder strikes. And then Rodney turns around to Del and he goes, Del, boy. And Del was like, oh, what? No, I'm finished with you. I'm finished with you. And he goes, Del, boy, I've just seen something in the window. And he, he tells it, and um, by the time that Del Boy has a look, like, there's, there's stuff in there. And Rod- I don't know about you, but when I watched this when I was younger, it freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Rod- Rodney's saying to him, oh, you know, yeah, there's, a, there's a guy in, in the window. And, you know, he had, he's, he's describing him saying, oh, we had, uh, oh, we had these, these, these white, like big eyes, and he had these. Uh, oh, I could see, I could see the whites of his eyes. I could see the the the, the, the flaring of his nostrils. I could. I described him as this, like Quite this graphically. Yeah, this graphic, horrific, like yeah, like really horribly, horrible. Well, yeah. yeah, and then, and then Tillboy goes, "You sure it wasn't a reflection?" That's <laughs> brilliant. What did he look like? Horrible. He had these evil eyes and this grotesque evil face. Maybe it was a reflection. <laughs> um, absolutely fantastic. Uh, and then uh, we then see a knock at the door, and um, he's saying, "Oh, you know, it's a uh, chief of pol- chief of uh, chief of security." I think he's saying, "Or chief of police." Police, and uh, Ronnie's about to let him in, and then Delwood says, "Don't do that, you idiot! It could be anyone." And so then he opens the door, and he goes, "Right, I'm going to open the door, right?" And then he goes, opens the door, and he closes it, and goes, "Well," he goes, "What?" Is that the chief of police? He goes, oh, I don't I didn't I'd take a look at him. He's like, all right, okay, and we'll do it again. Next time you have a look at him, opens the door, have a look, see it's him. Like, see and it's they him. shut the door, slam back yeah, in his face. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Brings him in, they go, oh, no, yeah, this is, oh, sorry, we didn't, you know, we can't be too careful. He's like, oh, I've got some identity papers, the guy says to him. Seems to be speaking a bit of like a sort of Welsh kind of accent. Saying, oh, well, it's not that far. Cornwall's like just below Wales. Is so, it? Yeah. yeah. Not that far at all. And he says to him, "Oh no, yeah, I've got the same York- neck of the woods. Same neck of the old woods. It's not London, so it don't matter." Uh-huh. Uh, and so he says, "Like, oh, you know, I've got my my papers. You know, if if uh, if that's you know, if if you want to see him, like, no, no, don't worry. Yeah, we trust you." And then he's he's uh, talking about the guy with him saying, "Oh no, yeah, so he's probably he's the the, the chief of police comes in, very tall bloke, and he says, "Oh yeah, don't worry about this this escape psychiatric." Uh, man he's probably far far from here you know um yeah you're, you're safe and then del boy's saying uh, because del boy's asking him you know is it safe to go to the toilet and they're going no yeah and the chief police saying yeah it's fine you know he's probably gone from here and still goes all right okay and so then he's about to to go out and then the thunder strikes and he's like oh you know i think i'll leave it and ronnie's like no you can go out don't worry there's nothing to be scared of it's a Del Boy again, toxic which, masculinity. Which annoyed me a bit. Yeah. I'll tell you why, because Rodney's been 
Yeah. The one who's been like pissing himself all episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as Dell shows a sign of weakness, he starts taking the piss. He does. He's, he, it suits his character, though, like Rodney. Yeah, he's a bit. 100% right there. Uh, he, he, yeah, he is. He is like that. And um, Del Boy says, all right, okay, goes out, goes to the toilet. And then next thing we see is the man, um, we see the, the man at the window walking up towards the cottage. He's breathing out deeply, going, oh, like this really like scary kind of deep inhaling, exhaling. Bit kind of like a zombie or something kind, like that. Yeah, kind of like, like a that. zombie, yeah. Kind of like a fictional Rose, kind of, yeah. yeah. So he walks towards the door of the cottage, walking towards them, and you think, oh, well, they're in trouble here. The next thing is, bam, we see a door open in the guy's face, and Delboy comes out of the toilet. He's <laughs> flung open the toilet door, bang straight into this guy's face, and then he turns around and he goes, oh, he, he looks, he goes, Granddad, Rodney. He, like, he shouts for him. Next thing we see is um, Granddad and Rodney, they're um, coming, coming out of the police station, and uh, Rodney's talking to him about the story of how he captured him, and he's and uh, and he's saying, "Oh, you know." And then I tied him up and you know, try and make yourself the hero. And the police officer saying, "Oh no, yeah, it could be a medal in this for you." And so they open up the door of the van, and they have a look at the guy who's tied up. They take take off the the, uh, the neckerchief from his um from his mouth and goes, "That's not the escaped murderer. That's uh, the gamekeeper." And he's going, he's, "You shouldn't tie him up. He's got asthma in it." And, uh, and then next thing we see, <laughs> they say, oh, no, but the, the chief of security officer said, that's the bloke we're looking for. Goes, oh, what do you mean? There's no chief of security. Next thing we see, <laughs> we see him. Um, but don't they say something like the chief of security has been, been yeah, knocked no, out? Yeah, sorry, yeah, he's been knocked that's out. His yeah, identity yeah. papers have, have been... Uh, his, it is, his uniform identity papers yeah. been stolen, yeah. Next thing we see is Del Boy. He's having a drink with, with the man who's posed as the chief of security. And it and he gets a call. You just hear him answer the phone, and he's just and he's um, answering. Goes, all oh, right, hello, yeah, Rodney, granddad, yeah, you make it down there, all right. And you just see his face, facial expression turned. He goes, he's what? <laughs> and obviously, <laughs> the way he says it as well, he goes, he, he's what? <laughs> and like, I, I can't do it the way he, he's so good, David Jason. Yeah, yeah. And we, we wouldn't be able to do it justice. We wouldn't that's have to do it justice. That's why he's done it. Yeah. yeah. And he just, and yeah, so obviously he's just been told the situation that the guy who poses the chief security, he's, you know, the actual axe murderer. And he's like, all right, okay, yeah. Um, Delboy says to, to Grandad and Rodney, you'll hurry back though, won't you? And then the uh, <laughs> next thing you see is um, Delboy is turning around. And he's talking with, with the guy, and now he's like really timid of him. And you can see the guy <laughs> when he's on the phone with Grandad and Rodney. He's he's saying, "Well, what, what's what's he doing now?" Delby says, "Oh, he's just standing there, you know. He's just uh just holding his axe." <laughs> the, the, the guy is, he's holding the axe, and now the first thing he's he's saying is, "Um, the guy's voice is changed now. It's but a bit more deranged, a bit more like sort of I don't know harsher tones." And he's like, uh, fishing. He's like, uh, are, are you down for some fishing? And, and Del Boy's like, no, you know, we'll, oh, well, uh, no, not not me. And he goes, I saw, why are those fishing rods I saw on your van? And he's like, oh, no, that's my brother and my granddad. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to fish. Um, but no, no, not me. You know, I say, I say to him, don't hurt the poor little fishies. And he's like, you know, let me take the axe for you. 
and he's uh, he's got takes the axe like stashes it away and then um you see you hear a uh, you hit you hear um this helicopter go off and the guy goes oh no that's not the police is it and he rushes over to the window and delboy gets there before him closes the curtains and goes no 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 it's barracks and you just hear a massive laugh yeah that gets a huge laugh as huge well, laugh yeah. And it's, it's, of course, referring to this advert uh, that used to run back in the 80s um, for this it was like a property uh, property advert. Um, and, it, yeah, it was Barrett's Properties, and it would be this big helicopter that would go around with this sign. And it was... But, yeah, so I never actually understood that joke for years. And, uh, and it's, yeah, great. It's a joke of its time, really. Yeah. Uh, because you need to have been know what that advert was at the time. Exactly, yeah. I think, yeah. I think it's like running it, it, in the even, 70s, actually. Yeah. Even now, yeah, it's not that funny because yeah. even if you know what the advert is because it's not relevant no no so yeah it's one it's one of those jokes but it gets get it gets a massive laugh barrett britain's major private house builder offers the largest choice of top value houses from eight thousand pounds right up to fifty thousand pounds and that's a breakthrough a breakthrough because you can choose a house for as little as 14 pounds a week and Barrett have over 280 developments throughout Britain. Over 300 show houses are open seven days a week, and mortgages up to 95% could be arranged. For details, look for the name Barrett and the oak tree in your local paper. Yeah, it's like, like 50 years from, uh, time, or 20 years time, someone's going to be watching a show, they're going to make a compared to Meerkat advert, uh, yeah. compared to Meerkat advert joke, and no one's going to know what the fuck they're on about. Um, and yeah, so it's a huge laugh. And then the guy says to him, he says, um, oh, you know, do you want to uh, do you want to play a, a game of snooker? Uh, oh, sorry, can I just stop you there? Yeah. I'm just thinking about what you just said. Yeah. I think there's a better comparison to be made. What's that? I think you need a more famous advert. I think you need a really famous advert. I think it was I massive. Think, you know, I do think it was, but yeah. I think it's like um, in 20 years' time, you're going to have a similar joke where it's like... Mm. Um, uh, someone, uh, Phil Collins is going to come on. In 20 years of season, Phil Collins is going to come on, mm. feel it in the air tonight. And then someone's going, is that Phil Collins? No, it's the gorilla. Yeah. You could say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no one else is going to know what it's like, but me and you are just yeah. going to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have some of this. Have some of this. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it gets, gets a huge laugh. And um, and then he says, uh, the, the, the security officer is saying, Oh, do you like do you like snooker? And Del Boy's going what? And he goes snooker, and and the security officer goes yes, snooker. And he's <laughs> he's a real nutter, isn't he? He is. I really, I don't know who the guy is who plays it, but mm. I really like him actually. He's a really good actor. He is very good um, because when he comes in, you actually trust him straight away when he first yeah. enters his place. As soon as you find out who he is, he completely changes. That's brilliant. What, that's what being tall does for you. He is. Yeah, because he's, he's tall. Don't, I, don't, he's tall. I don't know those benefits, but um. We'll insert the name of the actor here. The geezer's name was Christopher Malcolm. And so the guy says to him, oh, you know, why don't we play a game of snooker? And Delboy goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I saw um, a, a table in the shed at the end of, uh, end of the garden right there, you know, outside there. If, um, yeah, I'll just go get it. And, you know, obviously, I think about trying to escape. And, and he goes, why don't we use this one? And he just walks over to the table, obviously nothing there. And he's like... Yeah, yeah, this is a, this is a good one, and um, Del Boy says to him, "All right, we need we need some cues, don't we?" And this cue, the, the guy just offers him like he says, "Well, we can use these ones." 
and then you see Delbo try and take one and he pulls it back. And then Delbo try and take one and he pulls it back. <laughs> this imaginary great bit of like acting there. It takes yeah, some real again, skill to really do that. It's difficult to describe yeah. on a podcast, but when yeah. you see it happen, it's brilliant. It's, it, it's, it's very like it's a very particular skill that kind of mime in there and it is again it shows his range as an act the, the guy who was the axe murderer and david jason just the range of his skills to be able to do that um and yeah so probably between him and john cleese for i say the best physical comedians um yeah of of, of this generation because then then we're going into the, the, the fucking topic of buster keaton and charlie chaplin but anyway, so, <laughs> old kind of worms. Uh, so, so yeah, he's saying, oh, you know, oh, Dobbo says to the guy, oh, I bet you'll win. And he says, oh, I hope not. I don't like winning. Everybody wants to challenge you. You do a really good impression. You're actually like smashing it. Like, oh. You could be him. Oh, well, well, him. well, I don't know about that. I don't know about the that. The tones of the voices like that, you've got them spot on. Yeah. Like, literally, listening to you read out his dialogue is like listening to... It's like having the show in the room next door and listening to it. Oh, You're spot you. on it. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Thank you. I wish sounding like an ex-murderer was like a really good transferable skill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sadly not. But yeah. So he says to him, Oh, I hope not. I don't like winning. Everyone wants to challenge a winner. There's pressure. If if you if you want to be a winner, what I really like is losing. No, there's no no one wants to challenge a loser. Delbert goes, Oh right, yeah, well, why don't we make this interesting? About a uh, ten pound a frame? And he goes, Oh, alright then. And then he, <laughs> he goes he says he says like so after the camera sort of says like after himself goes, oh, I don't think this uh, this week will be a total loss after all, and then and the guy goes what and he goes oh nothing nothing and he sort of says he got any chalk and he makes like the chalk kind of noise, and then the episode ends and yeah a good way to end the episode. It's but... a good way to end because it's like it actually that, that last kind of five minutes and that last mm. scene it's actually quite intense. Yeah, it's a quite intense scene and because. And, they always with this ex murderer who's doing what he's doing. Only Dill would find a way to get some laughs out of it and make money out of it. Yeah. It's, a fucking, it's brilliant. It's great. Great scene. Great so episode. Good. Great episode. Fantastic episode. <clears throat> oh. I think that's going to set them up. Yeah. We'll call it a day there. We haven't done bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, mate. This, oh, mate. It's chicken, you sure? Yeah, no, it's fine. That chicken's absolutely fine. Uh, we'll have to call it a day. We'll see you on the next, next, uh, next episode here, mate. Oh. 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 See you later. Right.